I cannot believe how many people freaked out over that episode with Ahsoka and Hayden Christensen and just completely ignored everything, like the majority of the show, which is terrible. If you're judging it based on how it looks or who shows up, or what's happening in a specific moment, but if that's what your judgment is because it looks so cool when Zuko does a a quarter flip kick and he shoots fire out of his feet, if that's your judgment based on the show, you're wrong. Think about this. He wanted to become the immortal Davy Jones. What does he do? He realized that that was not the life to live. No, he was gonna stab the heart. He gave it oh. to Will so that he doesn't die. Okay, okay. In that moment, yes, he did. No, he's done this every movie. Every movie he has development. You're just wild and saying things that you don't understand or haven't analyzed. I'm just pushing the buttons of a character that you have loved for years upon years. You will not accept that there is some flaws with the character Jack Sparrow. Welcome back. To the Wacky, Wonderful, Wise Works podcast, all you guys, gals, geeks, yes. and goofballs. Why it's missing. Why it's yeah, missing. Why it's not here. He why had it, a thing why at work. He, well, he had this thing at work where, you know, as everybody knows, he's talked about it before, he does lawn care. Um, and he accidentally tripped and fell when he was trimming the hedges as some would say and got a nasty medical emergency so he took a fall yeah he took he took a someone would say that um and he will be out for at least four months no at least he'll (laughs) he'll probably be back next week but um, hopefully he's he's good yeah, he'll be back next week. Um, expect to see him next week. But listen, before we before we get too deep, we're going to be talking about uh-huh. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yep, there's Netflix news on Avatar. the Zelda movie. All right. Yep. Possibly, and- maybe Tom Holland being Link. Oh, also, maybe possibly a little bit of Henry Cavill and Highlander news. If you're a fan of Highlander, if you're a fan yeah. of Henry Cavill, you're going to be into what is going to be going on with this movie. Um, And you're probably a future fan of Highlander if you haven't seen the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're probably a future fan of Highlander. You throw Henry Cavill in anything and you're like, look, I'm going to make a prediction. What? This is going to hit. Look, there's going to be so many people that are going to be huge Highlander fans. Because of Henry? This next year or in 2025, whenever this is coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. Huge, huge fans of Highlander it's, because it's gonna of be this huge. Remake. It's going to be huge, and you don't even know it yet. You're you're just kind of passively <laughs> thinking, Highlander. What is this? I, I think I well, remember seeing someone watching an older movie called Highlander. But guess what? You're going to be such a huge fan in the next couple of years. You don't even see it coming. It's like it's like at the beginning of Game of Thrones. Well, you know? you're you're you're. It's going to be great, but yeah. Don't build it up too much. <laughs> no one knew what Game of Thrones was going to be and how, how like no one at the beginning of that first season or right before it came out or when they're in production, no one knew. No one knew. You know what I'm saying? No one knew it was going to be the largest 
largest cinematic series event. You uh, think multiple that's events going to be the largest uh, in history, and event. well, I'm just saying how much people came to love and enjoy the next episode that's coming out next <laughs> week for Game of Thrones. You don't even realize how much you're going to be a fan of it. So stick around. We're obviously getting into some. We're getting into the thick of it. Before I wanted to do all this, um, I guess good news. Travel. I, we didn't really decide on this last week, but I guess good news. Okay. So last episode, which actually came out <laughs> in the episode, I said it's either lasting till next year or it's going to be oh, over yeah. by time this episode comes out. So the actor strike struck a deal because Maybe apparently – it's going to be too catastrophic for the strike to have lasted until next year, which I agree. I think it was it was on the verge of being a catastrophe, mm-hmm. but they struck a deal within uh, a week of when we were talking about it. So, um, so yeah, they they did it. The the SAG Astra strike is over, and and I mentioned this in the pre show on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Peaky Blinders, and when they get, when they're really running their factory every time mm-hmm. there's a strike someone comes into the factory just blows a whistle whoosh, and everyone like puts their tools down and leaves <laughs> it's kind of funny mm-hmm. how many how much they're striking going on and peaky blinders but that's yeah. neither here nor there the official hollywood strikes have come to a close they have both the actors so... and, and the writers and uh and apparently just to give you an update there you know, a while ago we talked about how Marvel animators were looking to unionize. Don't think that ever happened. I think well, they, they might still be trying, but I don't. And no one's, no one is, um, no one is. What do you call it? Uh, it I don't know. Pro, it's not promising. I guess that well, it's going to. No, be. no. I mean, it, what it seems like they've come to some kind of conclusion overall. And I actually asked someone who who's a part of that who's who's pretty thick into the to the hollywood marvel thick and heavy and at least i i I got some inside stuff and they they said that there's probably not going to be anything happening but we will have to wait and see if anything does develop but i um do you mind let me see did the marvels come out right yep it came out this past weekend all right Rotten Tomatoes. Let's look at to see what the recent Marvels, the Marvels oh, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting it's at. It's going to be bad. You might not well, get all the information because it just came out as of recording this like two days ago. Okay, hold on. Check this out. I don't think this it's is very interesting. Very interesting. The audience score, which is usually the most realistic, we'll look at the details, is sitting at an 85. Okay. Critics, out of how many? And the critics but that also 62. could be actually no i'm all maybe. audiences it puts it at a 72 Wait, what are, oh okay so verified audience audience which is like people you know verified by rotten tomatoes and then people that just leave um we're talking about five thousand five hundred verified five thousand general those are low numbers already kind mm-hmm. of um, maybe not for Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe it's pretty typical in opening weekend, but those are still, that's a very small testing pool. Um, and what when, is it critics, when it comes to critics, when it comes to critics, for 52? 57 top critic reviews. So 
um, just like the, the, so 40, 264 all critics, um, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomato critics, 62%. And then the top 57, I guess that, I guess it means like they have a reputation or they have a certain tomato yeah. score or something based on how active they are. Well, um, we have talked about this where their ratings and the, I guess the life of it being in theaters is solely hinging on this weekend or this past weekend that already happened because it's coming out on Friday because as of us doing this podcast this weekend, Hunger Games, uh, the song of Songbirds and Snakes is coming out. Actually, today it is out. So um, I'm the only one weekend before that came out. And so I don't think a lot of people are going to be going to watch Marvels. Marvels again, right? Hunger Games well, when you can't, Hunger Games is coming out. We had a couple people that was responding because um, we talked about this in the live. A couple yeah. people were saying in the comments, yeah, no interest in watching the Marvels at all. Pretty interested in watching Hunger Games, you know, yeah. which is uh, which is exactly kind of what we predicted. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm looking to see if I can find where the box office is for okay. the Marvels on on IMDb, and for some reason, I'm not seeing it listed. I don't. I wonder if they are not listing it on purpose. I wonder if they've been bought off. No, I'm just spreading rumors. Um, <laughs> they've not been bought off. Let's see if I can just Google it and find the answer. Um, box office numbers for the. Marvels 2023. Okay. So the Marvels is expected to make. No, what's the actual what's the actual box office numbers? The latest MCU adventure has made 6.6 million in previews at the box office. What is that supposed to mean? Is well, expected it's only to make been- between it's only been one day as of recording this. No. Yeah, it's, it's been a week. week. Right? No, it's it, been a it week. Came out, no, it came out this weekend. As oh, so this, this and Hunger Games is coming out simultaneously? No, one is coming out one weekend, and then the following weekend, the Hunger Games is coming out. So next weekend so, from when we're recording this is the yes, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. The weekend that this will be released, Hunger Games is coming out on the 17th. But right now, when we're recording this, it's only been a day since Marvels has been out. And okay, so, so there's not quite accurate numbers yet, probably. All right. So it's expected to make between 60 million and 65 million opening weekend. That's the projections for this whole weekend. Um, that means they just today and tomorrow. <clears throat> they the first own. movie, check out these numbers. So they're predict they're they're best hopes and predictions are still so low. The first movie, the first Captain Marvel, which came out in 2019, its opening weekend was $153 million. Opening weekend. So this is less than half oh, of yeah. what the first movies was. Okay? Well, and, and you know what they're going to blame it on. They're going to say, you know, we didn't have much advertisements we couldn't send the actresses or actors out to promote the film because of the strikes we couldn't do this because of the strikes we had this circumstance so that is not why gonna bring up no everybody 
No. Everyone's still using COVID that, as an excuse that it's, people it's aren't ready to come back to theaters yet, right? Yeah. It's, it's just it's so dumb. Ah, whatever. Um let's uh I don't I I don't care about the Marvels and to talk well, about Well, I'm just that saying, right now, look, but... we've been talking about it for a minute. It's now starting its rollout and it has the lowest expected numbers as far as <sighs> revenue for any Marvel film. Yeah. Any has much lower any. than Ant-Man and the Wasp and that was considered yeah. a failure. This movie cost a lot and it's taken a long time to get it made. Man, I and I think it I Joe Rogan uh so Joe Rogan had Whitney Cummings on yesterday. Yeah. They were dogging on Marvel and Disney because of the South Park episode. Uh so yeah. the biggest podcast in the world Which is we dogging about on last week. dogging on uh Disney, not just South Park. It's now reaching the uh, do you know how many people if they hadn't watched that South Park episode or they hadn't been paying attention to Disney, <laughs> now thinks they're a joke? Yeah. Because Joe Rogan talked about it with Whitney Cummings? Yeah. Ooh. You guys well, are taking hit after hit. They're taking <clears throat> a lot of hits, but I don't think... Joe Rogan's audience is probably very saturated male, male-based male audience. And guess think- who buys Marvel? Guess who watches Marvel? That's the Women whole problem with... No, but not, no, not not Marvels. Marvels specifically about three women superheroes is going to be why it's more gonna fail because that's why that's why everything is failing right up to now because they are uh, they're taking the legs off of male characters and propping up women characters to reach the across the aisle. That's the whole episode for South Park. It's this is not a this is not a genre that women pay for. Women yeah. pay for all of the you you gotta be out of your mind if you are I mean, wanting I to entertain I'm women. Not my mind. Hold on. If you're wanting to entertain <laughs> women and you are not getting into the reality TV, I mean, Love is Blind, obviously The Bachelor's Legacy. Um, yeah, but they naked, can't have two things or three things. And Naked Attraction is the latest crazy, crazy show. Um, 90 Day Fiance. If you, that the Kardashians, these are the shows that women pay for and will will for sure make you a success. So I'm wondering why is it that we're infiltrating statements here? I'm not. This is this is the the this is 100. You're generalizing a lot of statements here, Joshua. There's always exceptions, Joshua. Always <laughs> Joshua, exceptions. There's exceptions. There's exceptions. Always there are exceptions. But if we are talking about who, how you're going to make money from general audiences, Marvel is probably, I would say at least, at, I'm giving, I'm giving a huge number to the women here, seventy percent men. Okay, huge number to the men. I mean, huge number to the women. I think no, realistically, I think it's probably more like them. I in my in my I think heart, that's accurate. In my no, heart, no. I think it's more eighty-five percent men. But I'll give it no, to you. I say seventy percent. I disagree. Okay? I think it's. I think it's sixty five percent men, maybe seventy percent no. men. Be- it's there is, it's, there is a lot. It's sixty five. You're practically saying fifty fifty. That's not true. There That's is, not true. Marvel is something that 
I'm sorry. Women don't grow up wanting to be superheroes. No, not generally, but because like generally, of, I would say probably maybe 15 to 30 percent of girls grow up interested in superheroes. That's why we're which giving would leave it us at 70 to 85 percent men. No, that's why we're leaving it at 65 percent men. And I agree, it's mostly I think, men. But the, I think your opinion. Look, I think your opinion of women. Would make so many people it. look. Your opinion would make so many people at Marvel so happy because they're like, yeah, it is almost a 50-50 split. We should make no, more females No, I'm not saying it's severe. almost a 50-50. <laughs> I'm telling you, the there truth— There is women that watch it. The truth is that the truth is that the reason no, people don't, watch don't, Marvel— No, don't generalize your statement like they're the men. truth. Because you— The you truth is— You've got the truth. You, you are you insane ain't to believe the truth this. Here. You are insane to believe— that there is a, a 65% of the Marvel audience are women. That I is 65 so, to 70. I said that 65 is, to 70. That's so still it might so be to the 70, large. but I don't think it, go, it goes past like. Just because you're pushing me on this, just because you're pushing me on this, I'm rescinding 70 and saying only 85. Okay. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. <laughs> I'm telling you. Put in the chat because I know we're live here and we're going to be watching this. We're going to be monitoring the chat. So, well, sometimes it, we do. Okay. Well, let us know what you guys think. I'm telling and you, 100. percent I 85 percent of the, the Marvel movies not the Marvels is not going to do great. And they put it. They released it at a bad time. There is more people that are going to. There is more audience that's going to be interested in Hunger Games over. Marvel right now, so they kind of screwed themselves where they put it in releasing it in theaters. But I guess we're gonna have to. I guess the only saving grace, in my opinion, is if they did what they did with Ant Man and Wasp and put it in theaters for a little bit, and then did an earlier release on Disney Plus, and the Disney Plus audience caught hold of it. But I don't know if that's gonna save them. Okay. I'm trying to find stats. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm trying to this find. This is not stats. even my first segment. You're okay. You just fully went. You started pulling up. Why are you hijacking my podcast? Why are you I'm hijacking not. my podcast? I always, I always bring up stuff that uh, in between segments. Always. Yeah, for for thirty minute topics. Okay. Um, where's the, all right? So I found something that kind of proves my point. No. But, yeah, okay. Don't. You, oh, let's see what you what you googled because. Well, I'm trying to find what that the, prove women don't watch Marvel. No, I did men count. versus women Marvel fans. All right. Uh, viewership of 2018 by gender. I don't know. Okay, 2018 no, no. was that the height. 2018 was a decade ago. It wasn't a decade ago, but it was a long time ago. Marvel back in 2018 was way different than Marvel today. So that's not an accurate reading yes. regardless what it says. Even if it's in my favor of saying there's more women, I don't accept it because 2018 was like, like a long time ago. Okay. This is not it was true. Way, it was before COVID. Okay, it's supporting me, isn't it? But I'm still not accepting it because – that's it was a long time ago. No, this is this is for two thousand. This is some article by the Beat. I don't it's know trendy. what this says. This is not true. Market research it? says market research. What market research? Do you cite your references here? 
that you can't randomly six percent of comic fans are female. Well, what it's type possible. of comics are we talking about? Yeah, are we talking see, about general, but are we talking about I would agree. anime? Because no, you that a would lot be, of romance anime. Uh, I mean, that would be manga. manga. If you want to say anime, that would be manga. That would manga and and just comic books are not in the same genre. I don't think they would call them comic books. I don't think they consider that comic books. They are, okay. but they call manga. Why are you blocking? This is blocking me now. I can't even see. Share of who of adults who consider themselves fans of superhero movies in the United States as February 2019 by gender. Um, if I refresh this, will it show me? Okay, so obviously really like long. blue is men and black is female. I honestly think I, it's 85 to 15%. That's what I, I think, think it's probably a little higher than 40, what did they say, 46 or 47%. 46. You're saying it's, it's literally just 50 higher. 50. You think it's just 50 50? No, I never said it was 50 50. You're putting words in my mouth. I said 65 to 70% male versus female. But with male over. Yeah, yeah, male over. But I just think. What was this argument even about? We're we arguing about the stats at this point. We're arguing Marvels. about why even make the Marvels because it's it's the biggest failure. And uh, you're right; it's it's literally as the director put it, all women beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, and they also hired a director who she has basically no serious experience because yeah. the last thing she did was the Candyman, which was felt like an indie film so how are they hiring her for a big budget animated marvel film what a wild choice marvel and disney have been doing and yeah we're gonna keep dogging on them i think we should dog on them every time we get the chance until they turn it around they used to make movies like pirates of the caribbean disney did and endgame was good it was not it. it wasn't nearly as good as infinity war Endgame was not nearly as good as Infinity War. Infinity Infinity War and then Endgame were back to back. Yeah. Infinity yeah, no. War was a million times better than Endgame, and Endgame no, was no. supposed to be the big bad film. Yeah. They yeah. were both equal in my opinion. No. That that's definitely a generalized statement. Because they were both really good. What happens in what happens in, in Endgame? They nerf Hulk, time jump, Tony figures out time travel with in literally three seconds. Uh, they, they kill now it's, it's, it's a good storytelling to kill off Iron Man and to have, Captain uh, Captain America, America his story fulfilled and everything, but those hey. are two small moments for legacy characters. What think about everything. They had the weird freaking girl boss moment. That was this, the cringiest thing I've seen in cinema since. No, it know. wasn't. Okay. They've had yeah. a lot of cringy stuff, but that was not the cringiest moment. And yes, it was. was they literally that last fight was amazing and it was it was so it was different from what we've seen because it was in space we haven't seen marvel in space that last like, fight wasn't in space that last fight was on earth you're talking about uh infinity war I'm no talking the about end end game the the end of end game was on earth what are you talking about the end of Endgame, I just watched it. It was outside of the- We're talking uh, the about place. two different things here. What I'm talking about was not on Earth. 
the where they have the girl bosses, and they and and Peter Peter's holding holding the stones, and Captain Marvel picks him up, and he says, "How are you going to get through all that?" It's talking about all the mar the armies and Thanos and everything, and she says, "Uh, she says something like." Or what? A girl pops her head into screen and under the shot and says, "She's got help." And then another one pops up okay. and says, "Yeah." Well, and then and then all the girls assemble like we're supposed to be impressed, but it's actually just the cringiest thing ever. Let's, like let's she has help, and then all let's of a sudden, for some reason, all the girls are congregating, walking like they're all going to the bathroom together. It was the it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in in cinema. I think. Okay, we're definitely disagreeing on this. I'm that all, ruined Endgame. That I want to get to my alone. first segment. I don't mean to hardcore transition, but I, I I do want to get to something I actually want to talk about. Okay, like Avatar. All right, Avatar, the live action Airbender. <laughs> yes, the last so we're gonna, live action. They only have like a teaser trailer right now, but the teaser trailer showed us some a good bit of stuff, and I think um, I want to click through it a little bit. We do have. So Netflix has done some good adaptation, live action adaptation, and then some bad yep. live action adaptation for these anime things. But these cartoon to live action like, remakes. Yeah. Everyone loved but, One Piece. Everyone hated Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but these um, are not those creators. No, this is, this is going to be different. But I think I'm very optimistic because of one piece the last one they did uh, that everybody really liked it i didn't watch it so i can't have a, a huge opinion on it but so we got uncle iroh we mm -hmm. got zuko's character scroll back a little bit yep zuko's character yep okay and, and did, you, did you like the look of everybody for the most part yeah, it doesn't look bad it doesn't it, maybe because the color grading is very dark. It's kind of Pirates of the Caribbean feel, you know? No, it, it, no, it it has that dark feel like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, in a dark scene. Okay, this is not, dumb. Why are you just disagreeing with me on this podcast? Because you're right calling now? it Pirates of the Caribbean. This does I'm not, not look it like Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. I would say the color grading. Okay, the night scenes, yeah, is lit in such a way that can be reminiscent of Pirates of the Caribbean, you but it can also be reminiscent. My statement guy. <laughs> guy, <laughs> um, guy. guy. Look, this this feels interesting. That all the makeup and everything looks like the cartoon. It all looks like it. But as we said, what two years ago or a year ago? Yeah, the original creators backed out of this. They didn't want to be a part. So we well, have to ask. If you're, if you're, what, what makes you optimistic about this? Let me ask you that. That Netflix has been doing some good adaptation, has been doing okay adaptations that people really like. I also, what I was saying with the color grading, it makes it so it doesn't feel as clean as it could be. And that was a big thing that I've always brought up. Like most things that Netflix do these days, they feel too clean with their, you know, their costumes and everything, but the color grading, the darkness of it makes it feel not as bad. It does still feel a little clean with, with their stuff, but it doesn't feel as bad. Well, it's going to be kind of a 50, 50 split because this is very bright colors and clean, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this stuff, like this, this feels very, this, I don't know. It, there, there's some parts that feel good and some parts that kind of feel like we're, we're looking like, honestly, this oh, kind of, like that well, this is reminiscent of like the wheel of time, mm-hmm. you know, that, that Amazon prime is doing. Wait, and, go, scroll, scroll back to that fire thing right there. Right there. Okay. Yeah. That moment. Just, just play. That's cool. That's cool. I want to see a lot of that. And I think we will see a lot just of that. That's ninja, way better. Ninja chat. Just that in itself is any is a hundred three hundred percent better than anything M Knight did. We're doing a lot that of percentages right in this episode. <laughs> a lot of well, percentages. M Knight needs to get his percentages right because M Knight messed up Avatar. And this is can we just name this segment the savior or to to fix. This we can't a, Nate, We can't predict anything like that because we don't know if this is good yet. This, it's a this good show trailer. is made to fix M Night Mashamalan's mistakes. I don't know if Mishamalama. it is. I don't know if it is because remember, there there there's been a lot of stuff out that's that has evidence to the bad. opposite. It could uh, be bad, evidence. But it also could be good. That they're they're completely changing the story now. What do you think from about this that? trailer? Okay. Is Look, from this. Out. So in M. Knight's version, it wasn't even like a full arrow. It was like, it was like designs to create an arrow, which kind of was weird. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're definitely making visual creative choices that are good. But if we're, t- if we're being honest, the only thing that this trailer shows us is the visual nature of the show. And for the most part, we're happy with true. the way it looks. It's true. But I, 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 Think and this the, the thing is, look, hype. I will definitely be tuning in. I think the real skill, Benden. Okay, I think the real skill right now in Hollywood are visual artists, cinematographers, um, color graders, animators. I think that's where the real skill is in Hollywood. So you can have an awesome trailer that looks incredible, but that's just because. For certain scenes or episodes, you have some really creative people that made something look really good. Does the story hold up is the question. And you do not know that until the show comes out. I don't, but with even the shot of him doing firebending, which we don't see a lot of of firebending. We don't see a lot of bending in this trailer in general, but look, I, it looks good. this is okay. I I don't I don't mean to rant, but this has got to be something that we start distinguishing from. Okay, we can't a huge chunk of the audience, especially in the reaction realm, both creators and audience members, judge stuff by how they look or like the nostalgia button that they press. I cannot believe how much of the internet thinks Ahsoka is perfection. And I'm not getting on – that's just the example. I cannot believe how many people freaked out over that episode with Ahsoka and Hayden Christensen and just completely ignored everything, like the majority of the show, which is terrible. So if you are – if you're judging it based on how it looks or who shows up or what's happening in a specific moment, like to be fair – it looks awesome to firebend, but if that's what your judgment is, because it looks so cool when Soka does when you know Zuko does a a quarter flip kick and he shoots fire out of his feet, if that's your judgment based on the show, 
you're wrong. That's not, that's nowhere it should be. It should be like, what's happening okay, this from act from, to act and how does that motivate agree. the characters? I would somewhat agree, but I think this is coming from a guy who, who watched the show one time because we have not pushing I'm, for months upon this is months why to I, watch it. This is why I said, this is why I use Ahsoka as an example, because this happens for everything. This is happening it does, for literally it everything. Does. It's not just But we can't this. we can't judge it on anything but looks in this trailer because we did but not. But that's get why they give us only trip. looks. I mean, that Shogun, I, I'm predicting Shogun's gonna be pretty cool. But I am kind of pissed at the trailer because they showed us they told us nothing. You're with a trailer, gone are the days where a trailer told a story. You know what I mean? Now it's just mm -hmm. a montage of fun looking camera shots and animation. That's all that this is these days with a few sound bites that are taken out of context. I'm sorry, that's not a trailer. That is a show reel of your film. And Maybe. and it's true. Trailers used to tell a story. Go back and look at the Pirates of the Caribbean trailers of Dead Men's Chest. That told a freaking story without giving away the film. Maybe. I'm telling you. These trailers don't tell stories anymore, and we need stories so we can sample the series or the film, and they're not telling us a story. They're showing us a bunch of moments that we might recognize or we might not. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And we, we can't – stuff looks awesome. Look, gonna be this good. looks awesome. I'm predicting it's going to be good. But that's why they give us – it's the best foot forward. It's supposed to look awesome. And then past that, there's – because they, they know. Even if their story's weak sauce, even if the story or the characters are dull or boring or they, they just – they cross their arms a lot and look at each other. You know what I'm saying? If that's the case, people are still going to freak out because the firebending was so freaking cool. You know, And I'm not digging on that you. I'm just saying that's, the, that that's how the approach of most people okay. are. And it's, it's messed it up. You shouldn't good. be thinking of it that way. That this all we're cool. basing this trailer this. on is is this visual trailer though. This is pretty cool. Did you see that? So yeah. like they put the the little piece of paper up on the wall. Kind of looks like Aang from the cartoon series. You know what I'm saying? This drawing. Mm -hmm. That's kind of reminiscent. It's kind of cool. Um, I did in the previous episode express a concern with the seriousness of Aang constantly. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking in here, I was like, looking kind of serious, kind of like, ugh. But and the then this moment not. happened, and then we get this awesome classic Aang kind of joy that's yeah. coming out of his face. So that made me feel good about that. It kind of put that concern to rest somewhat. Um, so yeah, I think it looks awesome. I don't think it's – I don't think we're going to have a lack of coolness visually. I'm worried – I, I want to know why the other creators had You're creative differences. That's what I, I needed to know. I'm not a hater. I'm a skeptic. A I'm a skeptic until I'm proven wrong because they're outside of Chris Nolan, outside of a very few creators, I am always going to be skeptical. I'm sorry. Grandpa Joe is just a hater. <clears throat> I'm not a hater. I'm, I'm coming from a place of experience. Experience. Mm. And I'm not on the bandwagon of just loving something for the sake of loving it. That's I'm not I'm not going to do that. And I don't think it's healthy to do that because then eventually it turns into the Hollywood we have and South Park is making fun of you. You know what I mean? 
Well, South Park ain't going to be making fun of this show. Probably not this show, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe Netflix. Oh, they, I'm sure they, they've already made fun of Netflix. 100%. How, do you, how can you not? Um, look, I think this is going to be this is going to be all right, probably. But I'm not just going to I'm not just going to be like, what a sick trailer. So freaking excited, you know, get my hacky sack out. You think people still do hacky sacks? Definitely not. That, Definitely not. We need to bring back the hacky sack. No, I, like. I don't got time to hacky. <laughs> I've, I never learned it, which means I think I need to bring it back. I'm curious. Uh, I'm interested. And and too um, many people missed out on the hacky sack. I mean, why why pick up TikTok and do dances when you can hacky sack? When you can be, when you can be doing the sack. I mm -hmm. just just look up hacky sack on on TikTok. It has to be a thing. Think it's hacky. Thing. You think a, a sack is on hacky in is on TikTok, you think? <laughs> hacky in. You're just going to have a guy coughing cuz he's hacking up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Look up hashtag hacky. Tell me Hack. what you find. Do you hold on? You're on. You're on TikTok. I haven't even approached the platform. Do you use so hashtags I, I, on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does it operate off hashtags or does it operate off suggestions? How do most people find what they view? Is it suggested algorithm or is it searching hashtags? How does how does it operate? Uh, probably a little bit of both, but mostly algorithm based. Um, uh, suggestions suggestions for things you're interested in if you start watching a lot of food videos it's going to give you a lot of food videos um regardless of the hashtags but you could look up hashtag hacky and if there's hacky out there then you get that mm -hmm. well i think what's another thing that those longboarding are people still uh, doing yeah. longboarding yeah, I think people are still doing longboarding. There's hacky sacks and longboarding were, were no the same time. No, I yeah. I a hundred percent disagree. Hacky it was right around the time that no. dudes stopped wearing bootcut jeans and started wearing skinny hacky jeans. Hacky was around in the nineties <clears throat> and maybe even before that. The board was early two thousands into like two thousand ten. Yeah, and then it and then it graduated into the electric skateboard and one wheel. So yeah. this, the board the board continued, but the hacky This is what I think. So the the dudes who the the people who literally roll Do you think that uh that the the shift from the glider mobiles or whatever mm -hmm. were just people who were really into Heelys? Do you think that was the Oh, you mean like the the hoverboard yeah do you think that the weirdos that use hoverboards were just people that were really into heelys and now heelys are socially unacceptable i don't think they're the same people if if the if, interest crossover two, for sure I, I think i think no yeah they did cross over the they were two different generations in my opinion like the heelys were my generation and the Hoverboard was the generation after Heelys that replaced Heelys. If they were during the same time, then yes, they would be a huge crossover of the same people. But I think one died off and one came up and they were the same group of people, but mm. just two different generations, if that makes sense.
you want to thank the patron? Yes. Thank um, you, Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia, for being a Patreon supporter. Um, last week, we released the watch party for Secondhand Lions, you know, a yep. kind of tribute to Michael Caine. Yeah. As- He's kind of going into retirement. So that was fun. Me and Wyatt did that. And we have mm-hmm. watch parties over there. So if you're interested in something like that, go check out Patreon. You also get this podcast on Monday rather than Friday. So almost a whole week early. You right. get exclusive content. It's over there. So if you're interested, go check that out. But thank you, Cynthia, for being a Patreon supporter. Thank you. We love you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next segment is about a game rem- a game into movie, correct? We have discussed this in the past, haven't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we might have touched on it of, hey, this might be a thing that's going on. But I have an article actually this week that um, that <laughs> came that Tom up. Holland is Zelda? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, this is, this is a... You know, a fan-made thing. This is not Link, real. Not Zelda. Link. Yeah, yeah. Link. Um, this is a fan-made thing. It's not been confirmed. Tom Holland is going to play that character, but so in a, I have this article that Rotten Tomatoes did it says in a surprise announcement, Nintendo legend Miyamoto revealed today that the story video game company is officially developing a live action adaptation of their popular franchise, the legend of Zelda. Mm -hmm. So Miyamoto who created Mario donkey Kong, the legend of Zelda posted on X that, that has been in the working on the film. film, Yeah. So he posted this week on X Twitter that it is officially in the works right now. And yeah. there's kind of been some, some, I guess people are kind of talking right now because they're in, it's kind of a, um, there's kind of been this, this question because, um, the last video game thing, okay. The last video game thing, Mario, Super Mario Brothers was a huge success that came out this year. And that was done by um, Nintendo Illumination. Nintendo? Yes, but the specifically the the studio that did it, Illumination. Um, Illumination. Yes, yes. Um, and everybody just keeps saying, "Why are they not the ones who are going to be doing um, this?" If it was such a success, why did they sell it? They're selling it to Sony. Um, so Super there's kind easy. of been. A, Easy answer. It's live action. I, well, no, it's I don't probably going to be a ton of animation. But what wouldn't it be a live action? Or are we talking Sony about an animated Zelda? Movie? That Sony will. Okay, here we go. This is the information I need. So Sony will co-franchise the film and develops developments with, um, with. Miyamoto, the official release with Nintendo. So Nintendo and Sony are doing the film. Okay. Um, and that, that's so, kind of what people are talking about right now. So check this out. Mm-hmm. On this same page. Yes. It says a live action Zelda, Legend of Zelda movie in the works at Nintendo and yep. Sony. So it is live action. 
Mm-hmm. Illumination does not do live action movies. They are an animation studio. So why would Illumination do it? It clearly I, needs to be sold to Sony, who does it's not Illumination. Both you, animation. Different. What are you talking about? What are people asking? Why doesn't Illumination do it? That's what you said, right? No, uh, maybe. I, I, I no, I. I'm I just just forget what I what I was saying about about the what people are I'm asking confused. about. No, it's Nintendo. Nintendo owns the IP. That's why they partnered yes. with Illumination so, to create Mario. So if they're partnering with Sony, they're doing a live action of Zelda. So now we're talking. They're partnering with the best studio because they're the owners. Sony doesn't own Zelda. So, do you think it's likely that Tom Holland gets played as Link, or or acts as Link? You know, it's possible. I mean, Tom Holland can do whatever he wants these days because he's such a big name. Will they pick him for it? I don't know. I've saw a couple things, like insane things on the internet, like Machine Gun Kelly wants to play Link. That ain't Ugh. happening. That would that be the worst thing to ever happen. I think that might have just been more of a clickbait article, but yeah. And but he, you know, we all know that Machine Gun Kelly has dabbled in like acting, he and he's never been acting. great. He's never been great. If he's they do actor. that, that would ruin this movie, and I think it would ruin the video game because they wouldn't, they wouldn't get Machine Gun Kelly. So that bad. anybody with half a brain would know that's the wrong choice. Well, you have to have a real he's actor. A name. I will say this. It would make me curious if he did it. Only because no. I'm curious how bad it is. That would be as ridiculous as saying we should get uh, Pete Davidson to play in the new Ridley Scott Napoleon movie. He's not oh, sure. No, no, no. And he's also just a goofy actor. He's not a serious actor. That's that's I'm, that's that's the, no, that's the that, likelihood that's, of this. No, that's not the same likelihood because Machine Gun Kelly – fits more of the character as of Link than why are we even talking about this? That's because the it's the thing that that's thing just that's just <clears throat> been spitting at the internet around the internet. No one's gonna take that seriously. I don't Tom think Holland so. would do it in an instant if they would it I I choose to believe that if they were thinking about casting MGK. Yeah. Tom Holland would come in and offer his offer himself as tribute. <laughs> no. So you that think? they don't. That's what I choose to believe about Tom Holland, that he's good enough as a person to not let something like that happen. <laughs> I think it would be an interesting casting. He would definitely sell the movie, and I think that's what's important here because, you know, people like – I mean, who all sold it? I mean, really, Chris Pratt sold Mario. I know Mario's an IP that was going to get views either way, but I think Chris Pratt's passion for the movie and then once you saw the movie, Jack Black's performance – really stood out when it came to Mario. So, yeah, really, I mean, Jack Black is what got people to come back or to go see it if they hadn't watched the opening weekend. And Chris Pratt really Jack Black hard. His Chris Pratt's passion for the IP is what got people confident in his ability to and play, um, to play but Mario. But also, like, Chris Pratt has a... I'm not saying Tom Holland doesn't have a passion to do th- specific things, and he could do it, but I think 
Chris Pratt has this almost, you know, fun-loving guy. Tom Holland 100% has the fun-loving energy. 100%. Chris Pratt he, he's has a little more of that, similar. Though. No, put Tom Holland in front of a camera and he's got that he's got that excited childish twinkle in his eye. That energy that really gives um really makes people believe that he cares and that he's look I mean that's why we accepted him so hard as Spider-Man because he's got he's got that excitement behind him and and yeah. and we're we're good with it and and if all even if he's not like doesn't have like a huge history playing the Zelda games you know even if he wasn't you know into it he can make himself into it and he can become passionate about this and really show that to the audience so that they can trust that he's the right choice for something like this. Um, I believe he can do that. He's got that. He's tapped into something, a similar vein of what Chris Pratt is. It's a similar vein as far as respect for the characters. I feel like, you know? Yeah. I just think they might do it. I, we, the past couple of years, the past three years, we have come to realize that some of these studios are giving what the fans, what they want and doing this, the kind of the fun thing of throwing this actor in a movie. They're, they're doing that. So are they going to try to do that with Link? I don't know. Well, they didn't completely do this because the, the, you know, who they, I want to play this character. Who? Um, I'm trying to look up his name. He was in Maze Well, Runner. in The Last of Us, in The Last of Us, uh, which was a game to series adaptation, the audience had already picked who they wanted to cast for it, and they didn't mm -hmm. go with either option, right? So they're that? not... The Last not The Last of Us, yeah. The audience wanted an actor for Joel and Ellie, uh, specific actors. I, I can't remember the girl they wanted for Ellie, but the guy they wanted for Joel was the guy who plays Jamie Lannister on Game of Thrones. That's who the fans wanted for Joel, and they did not choose him. I want Pedro Pascal, which was which was not a bad choice. He's a good actor, but he's not who that character. He's not the envisionment of that character from the original games, right? So they didn't go with the fan choice there. No, they and didn't. So, and that that's a game to movie or game to series adaptation. So with this, it's like the, they're doing that sometimes, but not all the time. You know? No, not all the time. And Illumination is not known for that, but Sony is known for that with giving us a lot of Spider-Man stuff. I who I want to see play Link, and he's actually coming out with some soon. Is uh, Thomas Brody Sagster Sagster this? This gentleman, I don't know if you can see that. No, I can't see that. Let me just um, look him up. He was uh, Thomas Brody. If you put it, type in Tom Thomas Brody, he'll come uh, up. Ah, yes. He was in the Maze Runner. He was in um, Game of Thrones. Thing. Yeah, he was in Game of Thrones. I forgot he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, Love Actually. Yeah, I think he would play a good Link. Don't you agree? Mm, he could do it definitely. He's definitely a skilled actor. He can he can pull it off. I think um, he's not as well known, and they're gonna want to really put a 
big face behind behind Link if they can. I think if you're talking about if they can work it out, you got someone like Tom Holland who's going to be the more likely candidate because they need to sell. They need to sell it. They have to sell it. And that's a big thing that even indie films, like it's all about who are the stars because the stars from the beginning of Hollywood and movie making are really what sells a film. I mean, I really don't think Pirates of the Caribbean 1 would have been as big of a success if everyone did not latch on to Johnny. Yeah. and Johnny and Orlando. Orlando and no. Karen. Orlando was on the scene because of Lord of the Rings, but that was this was like the second thing he did. You are <laughs> – 100% there is nobody who who they enjoyed Orlando Bloom and Kira uh, Knightley's characters but there was nobody that was going to invest hundreds of million dollars into multiple movies for just their characters it was the guy who sold it it was Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow because yeah, that was him through a little through credit it. to them too I don't have to because they do. weren't the ones who sold it. They didn't sell. I'm sorry. The love story between Orlando Bloom's Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan is not is not the reason Pirates of the Caribbean continued. It was because we, as an audience, we demanded but more Jack, Jack no. Sparrow. We demanded it. Jack Sparrow is a fun person on screen, but Jack we demanded had no it. character development. Your you takes are so wild today. Jack Sparrow is a is a beloved character, but his his character development and we all want to see him become the captain of the Black Pearl and get the Black Pearl back. But he's always in the pursuit for the Black Pearl. His he has no character development in he falls Incorrect. in love with the woman. Okay, what character development does Jack Sparrow have? The whole thing, his search for freedom. There's a lot of ups and downs. Okay, no, there's not a, there's only ups and downs. There's ups and downs, but there's that's no the whole point of it. His motivation's clear. He wants freedom. The black pearl represents freedom. Okay? okay, yes, he he wants freedom, but he's chasing freedom the whole time. Yes, no, he's not. He, he gets he's also, marooned on the island, and that's a down. But like, he still is in pursuit of freedom. He doesn't have like this. Oh, survival. Let me, sacrifice coming to grips with himself okay. that he doesn't need to be the the bad man that he always has been in a, in a lot of situations that he can come back and rescue the crew and not and go be the captain who goes down with the ship even if it was a little bit against his will you know what i mean he can be that captain i don't think he made that choice though and we it was proven by he made he was off the ship didn't- Elizabeth did not believe that he would make that decision, and so she had to handcuff him to the ship. No, he came back. She but handcuffed him to the ship because she he was still she, leave. she said that as long as he's around, the Kraken will not stop coming after us. I think Orlando so Jones wants him, not us. Had a better story. You are line than Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow's fun, and he's a fun character, but that's all he is. I promise you. We would not have received any more Pirates of the Caribbean if it was just Will and Elizabeth and Barbosa and all them. Well, then why are they trying to incredible characters? But no one touches Jack Sparrow. A Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny right now. Why are they trying to to do uh, make a deal with Margot Robbie? 
They're not. Margot Robbie already said she's not. Well, she it's said not that, happening. It's not happening. He'd be just saying things. You know, she's everybody in Hollywood knows that Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't exist without Johnny Depp. Everybody knows it. That's not 100% true. No one's going to watch it. No one is going to watch it. Even the past two movies, Stranger Tides and Dead Mountain Tales, the crappiest movies ever. I Everyone still watched it because of Johnny Depp. You made agree. two stupid, crappy movies, and people still gave you money and watched it because you got Johnny Depp. I, right? I am going to agree they were with crap. you and, saying, and say, yes, people did go watch it because of Johnny Depp and Jack Sparrow. Yes. But that mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact that he is in pursuit for freedom, pursuit for the Black Pearl the whole time, and he never has a... He doesn't have any character development outside of that. And so you have to agree with that. No, I can't. I do not have to agree with that. That is a wild suggestion. There, Every movie he has character development. And it's not just the pursuit of freedom is the motivation. But the character development is diverse. Remember? He chooses to be. <laughs> he chooses to, to, to completely throw out the rule book. Because he believes that not only is it important that someone with similar ideas, like Elizabeth Swan, becomes Pirate King, but mm. it's the only way for survival. Think about this. He wanted to become the immortal Davy Jones. <clears throat> what does he do? He realized that that was not the life to live. No. He was going to stab the heart. He gave it oh. to Will so that he doesn't die. Okay, okay. In that moment, yes, he did. No, he's done this every movie. Yes. Every movie he has development. (laughs) You're just wild and saying things that you don't understand or haven't analyzed. I'm just pushing the buttons of a character that you have loved for years upon years, and you don't want, you will not accept that there is some flaws with the character Jack Sparrow. There aren't. In Stranger, in Strange There's no flaws. And and Nintendo Tales, there are flaws. But that's in the writing. In the first three movies. So the, it's in flaws, the writing, not no with flaws. the character. No flaws in the first three movies that were directed by Gore Verbinski. None. She. Then you go and change it and try to make try to make <clears throat> she you, a woman you be first. Some, that men tell some no wild, some wild thing. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not. <clears throat> Let's move on. Yeah. What okay. <laughs> Really quickly, I'm excited for this. I never really played the game Legend of Zelda, but I still love Nintendo. I love Mario. I love Donkey Kong. I love Miyamoto. He has created some great things. And so I'm only going to see, and I hope Sony does not ruin something that's beloved. That's all I have to say. I don't think they will. I don't think they They will either. They might. I don't know. But it's just... Don't ruin something that people grew up playing and have a nostalgic thing to it because they want to just tap into that to get more money. That's well, all I mean. That's, it's that's hard my, to ruin this. My my thing to Sony. Well, the, it's hard to ruin this. There's a lot of story plots from the game that you can dig into. I can. There's dig a in. lot of. There's a lot of. Um, 
there's established characters. So all you got to do is really lean into those. And then what else? On top of that, you, you, uh, it's going to be meant for kids, first of all. So you can't go super dark with it. You have to keep it kind of um, surface level. You have to keep it kind of uh, action-y, adventure kind of thing. You know, kind of like a mild Uncharted that Tom Holland was in, you know? We need yeah. something that's just yeah. action-y and kind of ridiculous at times, but ultimately can be... Ultimately, that's it's just that's just an action adventure that people can latch on to with their families. You know what I mean? That that's all you got to do. And yeah, it, it's you can't, it's hard to mess that up unless you bring in a bunch of wacky ideas and you try to change a bunch of stuff. That's the only way to ruin this. And it's like easy money if you don't do that. You and know, it's as long as Nintendo is doing it fifty fifty with Sony, which that's what they're doing as of now. Um, then everything should be good and everything should, it should be a fun film for people to enjoy with the family and with the kids. Sure. Oh, a little, you know, passing of generation because I feel like there's a lot of dads out there, you know, our age, dads that are you're a like, dad. No, you but you're a dad. I said okay. our age, um, in their 20s that they, pl- they grew up playing. Legend of Zelda, and they're like, hey, kids, hey, you want to go watch this movie about a game I played when I was a kid, and we can kind of, you know, enjoy this together? Bond, and, they, and I'm just going to nudge you and make tell you details about the game, the whole movie? Yeah, do you not want to, like, you know, have that beautiful moment with your kid? Sure, but my she's going to be still pretty young well, <laughs> when this movie comes out. You also didn't. Uh, I didn't, didn't play, play Zelda. Play- but like you know, there's got to be some dads our age that are doing that. Our age, try a little older, okay. maybe a like little older. Mid, we're well, pretty old, probably. you know. Grandpa Joe and everything. Mid thirties, they probably played Zelda, right? Yeah, definitely tapped into it some. Mid thirties, happy dads, mm. and ho- and if they got they had kids mid twenties, and they could have like a nine year old son that they could poke. And who could appreciate it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of range. But honestly, the more niche we get with it, the less there are. What are you trying to tap <laughs> into with this? I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, I I just want a beautiful mo- moment between a father and his son because of Sony <laughs> and Nintendo. I don't know. Are you hoping this is filmed so you can see it? <laughs> because you're not going to experience this. You're not going to be no, the one experiencing I'm not that beautiful experience moment it at all. I'm just saying. Nintendo, that's what I hope you can get just out of this. generally in the ether. Yeah, yeah. You just want fathers and sons to be enjoying this together. That, that's what I'm going to imagine when I think of this movie. <laughs> so the ideal audience is not not women gamers. No, just just the dads and their sons. There might be no, some. Don't go back on it now. You already said it. Your no, hope I'm, is that dads and sons, I never said primarily it. I, just men and boys, well, as have we a great know, time at this movie. As we know, you know, people who play Legend of Zelda is definitely like 70% to 30% men versus female. 70% to 30, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever, you know, 70% man. of men played Legend of Zelda compared to the 30% that, of that were women. Who do you think was the best female Marvel character ever? Well, we're going back to this. Just um, curious. 
don't know. I okay. Okay, this Probably might, I might get a little. I might get a little hate for this because she's not a superhero. Black Widow. Okay, I specifically have to pick a superhero because I have an answer for you, but she's not a superhero. We'll say it. I really liked Kristen Dunst's MJ from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. That's I think not was, a Marvel universe that we're talking about. Is she? No, they're in the Marvel universe. You said Marvel character. That's in the in the universe. Marvel superhero. That okay. Let's try that specifically a superhero. Or just a hero, because Black Widow is mine, and she's yeah. a hero, but not super. Yeah, I do like uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. She was probably the better, specifically Iron Man 2, I think. Really was, good. Was, yeah, specifically Iron Man 2 before. It felt like they almost made this switch with her character and tried to make her a little bit different. But... um. Oh, wait, no. No. Who are you thinking? I like Gamora. I like um, uh, Zoe. Uh, Zoe, what's Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, as. Uh, as it was Gamora. Zoe Saldana. Saldana as um, Gamora. I like her character probably better, actually. I guess she's kind of a hero. Yeah, w- no, she definitely fits in that vein. She's an I- alien who's got skills. <laughs> I, I think she's she's I like her her character actually better because I do like the Guardians. Interesting enough, she also plays a alien who has skills in uh Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she's she's good at the alien with skills. She she Shit. definitely has kind of right place, right time of getting these big films. You know, she was in uh she played uh Gamora, uh, Gamora in, no, no, no. She played um, the translator in Star Trek. I can't mm-hmm. think of her name. Um, she played in Avatar. She played in Marvel. She played in she, a bunch of stuff. She's, she's been in the right place at the right time, it seems like, and just gotten some good opportunities. Yeah, and she's 45 now, so pretty much like her mid-30s to 40s, I feel like, have been the highlight of her career. Because mid-30s, she was hitting Avatar 1, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And she's still in the past decade. The past decade, she just has had some of the biggest hits. She was in Pirates 1. Um, Do you remember her in Pirates 1? Yeah, yeah, she was the the lady that's like, "Where's my boat?" Right, I, I have a boat. Jack. That's your boat. Yeah, that's not her boat. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one knew when she was in yeah, the pirates. She, nobody that she knew was her. Be then. one of the biggest yeah. movie stars of the uh, the twenty teens and early twenty thousands, right? Twenty two thousands. So she's so, she's had some good opportunities. Definitely, she's been a, she's been around, but she's taken off the past decade for sure. Had some really big hits. Um, let's, let's hit our last topic that, to, to fulfill our, fulfill our promises. Highlander. Okay. So Highlander's got some news. What's going on here? Um, I'll read this, but really it's just the one thing and you have you've not seen Highlander. You're not, you, you've not 
quite dipped your toes into that yet. When but, I, at the beginning, uh, when I was saying you're going to be a huge fan of Highlander, I was re- I was also talking about myself. I was also yes. saying I don't I'm a huge fan of Highlander and don't know it yet. Yeah. So, um, for everybody that doesn't know, because um, let's do some recap. We talked about this several weeks ago, um, but. One of the big things, they are doing a remake of the Highlander movie, and it is going Mm -hmm. to be primarily, you know, they're going to take things from the movie, they're going to take things from the show, and it is going to be spearheaded by Henry Cavill as the main Highlander character. Um, Mm -hmm. And this week, the director, Chad, so Chad, Chad, what's his first name? Stekelski, Stekelski, I think is how you pronounce Stekelski? his name. Stekelski? Where is his name oh, at? It's, it's the first line of this article. Right here? Yep. You see um, it? Yeah. Stekelski, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's right. Um, the director- Can I read this? Yeah, go ahead. Do we Wait, you just where have to are you read the first the- paragraph? Uh, you this. don't have to read the whole thing, just like the first two or three um, All right. sentences. While those familiar with the original Highlander movie and its soundtrack will likely celebrate Stokowski's enthusiasm con- confirmation of his own use of Queen's songs, his comments do raise questions about exactly how they might feature in the reboot. The director's... Um, the director's caveat that Queen's music will return in an entirely unexpected way suggests that audiences may not end up hearing the original versions of the songs, but will instead encounter them in a different form altogether. So we're talking about DJs getting their fingers all up on maybe the Queen maybe. music. Um. So, so people who haven't seen the movie to kind of Queen were the queen uh the queen <laughs> right <laughs> why did i say it like that queen the band spearheaded the music the soundtrack for the movie highlander back in the 80s um mm-hmm. i don't know why they decided that they just decided to do that and so because it, it was the 80s been, bro <laughs> it why not yeah but a band like queen primarily why never not they don't this do is a crazy film. story highlander a crazy story of uh, what it, immortals fighting each other yeah it is but uh so make it epic lightning bolts and and <laughs> queen and, playing in the background yeah, 80s rock yeah um but Get they did it. the soundtrack for it and it looks like he's saying they're gonna bring some of that back how are they gonna bring it back we don't know but DJs are going to get their hands all over. That's what you think? 100%. And and I think uh and I think audience audiences that like the first Highlander and love hearing Queen, mm-hmm. they're not going to be happy with that. This is the thing. The director <laughs> no, no, of the Marvels said the I, same thing. They every director says if they're doing a remake or they're doing something that's similar, but they always say this is something you, you've never seen before. We're doing so something. I'm, I'm not going to be. I might uh, go back on my Airbender, my Avatar stuff. It might be bad. I don't know. We can't predict at this point. But I am more optimistic for this. B- 
because of Henry Cavill and because of his choices in the past of leaving the Witcher series because he said it was not authentic to the, you know, the Witcher story. And he said, mm-hmm. we we know Henry Cavill is very passionate and he is ultimately a nerd down to his core. And so he will do what's best for the character and he will do best for the story. And he will make a good recreation of this movie. So I think... I'm going to I'm going to say it's going to be good because of Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill unless the studio just really screws him over, mm-hmm. I think he's going to do the best he can to make it more super authentic and super um it it will bring a good light to the story of Highlander. So, do you think Queen though is the creator's going to respect Queen? Because yeah, not only are we respecting so. Highlander, the yeah. movie, we also need to respect the music because there's a huge – okay, think about this. Mm-hmm. Queen fans who aren't even movie fans love this movie because of Queen. Are those people Probably. going to be satisfied with this movie, this remake? I don't know. It depends on the – it depends on how they do it and what – The article already says it. people are concerned because if you talk about – screwing with queen at all yeah that's that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot that's not going to be received well and i'm sorry even if you do like hey we need to um even if like a really uh like a composer or someone's like hey maybe we need or producers like maybe we should clean up the recordings a little bit we can you know, keep the original vocals, keep the some of the original uh, tracks from the instruments, the drums, the guitars, but like let maybe the piano. Let's let's recreate. However, you know the let's clean up the audio. Let's let's make it less '80s sounding as far as the recording quality, mm-hmm. and let's really get a handle on this. Let's remaster it, if you will. Will that even be received well? Because we're still hipster when it comes to music. I Maybe. mean, people are like, people are literally like, vinyls sound better. When I don't know. I can tell you for a fact they don't. They sound like they're being played out of a old machine. It is but, a fun sound. It sounds nice and has a nostalgic, vintage vibe to it. But I'm telling you, the quality of music is not as good as what we have today in the digital realm where we can get things down to a fra- it's perfect it's perfect the mixing and the 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 cleaning that we can do with today's and it sounds exactly how it's supposed to vinyls don't sound that way but people are so on board with the imperfections in the music realm right i don't know i agree we it's it, there's going to be a touch and go here and and we got to see what the fans think but you know this is a little bit different but go back to when the first hobbit movie came out and they're like you know we're gonna throw some ed sheeran on this thing we're gonna have ed sheeran singing you know if about fires and dragons and everybody's like you know i i feel it i'm i'm really liking this ed sheeran singing about but guess what in in the the battle of the five armies they threw uh, Billy Boyd back in there to yeah. to sing the theme for that that film, so yeah. they they didn't lose their soul. And honestly, 
Peter they, Jackson's daughter hand selected Ed Sheeran, and Ed Sheeran's a he he's a fan of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but <laughs> he you captured don't know. the heart. Henry Cavill's a fan of Highlander, so maybe he's gonna capture the heart of Highlander. But Ed Sheeran wasn't playing Bilbo. But Henry Cavill's <laughs> playing McClintock or the the guy. I think that's his yeah, name. Yeah, but also Henry Cavill's not making the decisions based on what the music for well, Queen Henry is going Cavill to is a very attractive looking guy. I don't know how this brings <laughs> it to your the argument, but <laughs> So you just end the argument with Henry Cavill's very attractive. Yeah, yeah. That's how you end every argument. Dang it, that's such a dumb way to look at it. But okay, you accept? Um, it. No, I don't. I don't accept it. But I don't. No, I, don't I just, know based on this argument, we are not going to agree. Yeah, but you also have not seen Highlander. So what my are you arguing based on? My prediction: the on? film lovers are going to enjoy it like yourself, the music mm. lovers are going to hate it. The people that like Highlander just for the Queen vibe, the well, 80s Queen vibe of the film, they're going to not like it. The people who are just film fans who enjoy the movie and enjoy the fact that they included Queen are going to like the way that they include Queen in this new one. But the music fans that like well, the movie for the music is not going to be Highlander, a fan of this new one. You know, it's kind of funny you bring this up because this is a whole other thing. But Highlander has divided people since the beginning of this, of of them doing Highlander, because it is very Scottish heritage, you know, Highland, Highlander thing. But they threw Queen in there. And so that kind of divided people where like hardcore, like people who are Scottish didn't like the film because they're like. Yeah, they throwing, needed it to be Braveheart, right? Yeah, they wanted it to be more like Braveheart and Queen, throwing Queen in there made it cheesy and it. A, they said it did a disservice to their culture, but that was the eighties, bro. Everyone that was, was that was the eighties, and that was, and then everybody else who's not who didn't think that it was a disservice loved the film, and so it it's kind of been dividing people from the beginning. And I mean, I guess they just got to be the, do their best to not divide people, but you can't please everybody. You look, can't please if you everybody. just look at the concept of the story of Highlander, someone who hasn't seen it but knows the idea around the film. It feels like an 80s rock band music video. Like yeah, a story you would tell for a music video for a Queen soundtrack. Like I can imagine uh, Queen in a smoky room, them cutting between Highlander and Queen on the piano. Yeah. Or just doing his dances with his wife beater on, his white one, you know? Freddie Mercury. That's what yeah. I think. I think um, – we definitely it, I, have to do a watch party on this soon. It's a crazy concept. It's a crazy it's concept. A crazy concept, but it so is you, fun. So you do the you tell a crazy story, and it doesn't need to be all about William Wallace fighting the Brits. You know, no, no, getting, it's kind of and, fun and failing at getting freedom. <laughs> be honest, failing at it. Well, he did eventually get freedom, but you know, yeah, but he died. But death was his freedom. He did. Dang, well, I'm gonna I, go watch uh, Braveheart. I think. No, throw on some throw on some Highlander. You've not seen it. You should watch it before. Actually, uh, let me ask you this. Okay, so I am watching Josie this afternoon. Okay. Okay. I have to pick between a couple movies while Kenzie goes and gets her nails done. A couple? How long is she going to be going to get her nails done? No, I have to pick one of okay. these movies, and I need I need okay. help. What's your What's your lineup right now? 
the nun part two, which I kind of said no. I wanted to watch with her, so she might nix that one. Yeah, nix that one already. No, don't watch the nun. on Netflix. There's a movie called The Killer. The director uh, for who was the who was it? David Fincher who did Killer did um, Fight Club. Was that David Fincher? Uh, sure, maybe the director of Fight Club okay. did a new movie on Netflix called The Killer. Interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse or Into the Spider-Verse ah, is on Netflix. Not yet. It's on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. You did watch um, the first one though, right? Nope. <laughs> so no, not Spider-Verse. I would say yes, Spider-Verse, but no, because you have not seen the I haven't seen the first one. But you I got to find where I watched the first one. You might have to rent it, my guy. Dang it. Um, so I guess I... Uh, and then, or just more Peaky Blinders is my other. No, and don't. I, I might just go towards Peaky, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> I know that's the the easy option, but you've seen Peaky. Throw well, I'm on also taking your... care of a baby while I do this. So, okay, I could be wrong about this, but I'm gonna throw out two options that are better options than what you have. Either one Highlander, or two. I'm pretty sure Hulu has released the next Poro movie. The Poirot Haunting in Venice Netflix or not Netflix Hulu has released Haunting in Venice on did you watch it already I have not because I've been I'm watching it I'm watching that for sure on Hulu is what I think you should go for because I'm gonna have to wait for that too because Kenzie for sure wants to watch that okay all right well I'll watch the Haunting in Venice tonight for sure mm -hmm. I'll skip out on Peaky Blinders tonight to watch the Haunting in Venice if it is on Hulu Okay, we'll I'm there. pretty sure that they released it on Hulu. I could be wrong about that, but I well, think I'll check it out. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's yeah. podcast. Um, I wanted to mention to you as we fade out, Joshua, that you said the word spearheaded three times. For who, You never for, used that word during this podcast. Henry Cavill is definitely taking a spear, and he's charging. He's also spearheading the, the soundtrack. Well, maybe he did it three times. You used the word spearhead, and I don't think you've ever heard – I've never heard that word come out of your mouth until today. Well, you know, you I'm, I'm you, trying you to – You discovered a new word. I did. <laughs> spearhead. <laughs> I also learned the word – I got nothing for you on that one. <laughs>